The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. Hey everyone, it's Dr. Shirley. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Fab, a segment of the Forever Fab podcast where I review products, services, experiences, and frankly, whatever, (laughs) in 15 minutes or less. If the full-length podcast is a couture dress, for example, then 15 Minutes of Fab is like a button-down French cuff white shirt paired with leather leggings. If you don't have time to tune into the full-length podcast, then check out 15 Minutes of Fab, just a small dose. Some have considered it truth and beauty or plastic surgery secrets or as a nerdy or academic take on wellness and beauty with a dash of fashion. Consider it what you may. My aim is to engage you as a credible and authoritative voice in most, most, if not all aspects of beauty and wellness with a dash of fashion. That includes products, wellness services, technologies, innovations, new scientific research, and plastic surgery. As the founder of Holistic Plastic Surgery, my approach to beauty is through a lens of wellness that's grounded in science, backed by medical study and research, strengthened by my clinical experience, and bolstered by my surgical training with the use of principles and techniques of plastic surgery. And then there's my love of fashion. Of course, I feel uniquely qualified to talk with you about beauty, wellness, aesthetics, and plastic surgery, as well as products and services within those spaces, not only because of my extensive, and may I add expensive training and expansive background, but also because I'm one of you. Many of the human issues around aging and being being a fierce fab person, as well as an agent for positive change. I live these too, and I try. You're not alone. So together we can help the world become a more beautiful, forever fab place. So if you'll have me and give me at least 15 minutes of your time, let's get at it. In this new year, I've decided that it will be one of expansion and discovery. So I'll explore all sorts of topics, near and possibly far-fetched, while still focusing on the topics that make the forever fab podcast, well, fabulous, namely fashion, the art of living well or wellness and beauty. As part of my philosophy of holistic plastic surgery, which I created well over probably now 15 years ago, where I believe that beauty emanates from within, wellness plays an integral role in my practice. And this goes for many aspects of life that help you to live in grace and beauty, including nutrition, exercise, product services, technologies, mind, body, spirit, and science. The title of this episode of 15 Minutes of Fab is 
be at the center of it all, your metabolism. Maybe for most or some of your life, you've heard this term in nearly every topic related to your health, your weight, your wellness, metabolism. Well, in this episode of 15 Minutes of Fab on the Forever Fab podcast, I'll review what metabolism is, what affects it, what new trends there are that are emerging to help us to improve upon our metabolism and to help you live your best life ever. Okay. What is metabolism anyway? I know you've heard the term all your life. Everybody throws it around, but really, let, let's dive into it a little bit. What is metabolism? Oxford Languages Dictionary defines metabolism as, quote, the chemical processes that occur within a living organism in order to maintain life, end quote. Britannica.com defines metabolism as, quote, the sum of the chemical reactions that take place within each cell of a living organism and that provide energy for vital processes and for synthesizing new organic material, end quote. Well, what processes and what energy? Okay, I'm going in on this one. So here we go. <laughs> in biochemistry, metabolism occurs through basically two main pathways, right? According to Wikipedia, quote, a metabolic pathway is a linked series of chemical reactions occurring within a cell, end quote. These pathways are complementary in that they take place all the time and sort of one helps facilitate the other and back and forth. And they essentially occur concomitantly or at the same time. And they're always happening. So what helps to carry out these processes are these things called enzymes. And the enzymes help these processes to occur. And the results of the processes are called metabolites, which basically are a form of an energy substrate or an energy thing. Wikipedia adds that, quote, the end product of a particular pathway may be used immediately, initiate another metabolic pathway, or be stored for later use, end quote. And keep that concept of storing energy in mind. So in general, metabolism, in metabolism, there are processes to build up energy, and those are called anabolic pathways. And also there are processes to break down energy, and those are called catabolic pathways. So in essence, metabol metabolism is, it's really a balancing act between energy buildup and energy destruction or management, if you will. It's actually, metabolism is actually an epic energy management system that is primarily responsible for homeostasis. And homeostasis essentially includes all the functions of all cells within the body that pretty much create who we are and how we live and how we function and how we get by on this earth. Okay, so metabolism is a balancing act between energy that's built up and energy that's destroyed, complementary processes that essentially represent an epic energy management system. And this management system is for the most part, responsible for life. In essence, metabolism is life. So it's beyond important. Okay. Brainly.com summarizes metabolism as, quote, the chemical processes by which food is converted to energy in the body's cells, right? 
And in order for our bodies to move, think, and grow, they require this energy, end quote. Yeah, metabolism is that major. And you see how food is related to metabolism. So why am I talking about it today, right? Vis-a-vis beauty and wellness, like the stuff of the Forever Fab podcast, fashion, the art of living well, and beauty. I'll tell you why. (laughs) One of the reasons is that in a paper by the authors uh, Lopez and Raja in the National Library of Medicine, according to them, metabolism can also be summarized as follows, quote, metabolism refers to the whole sum of reactions that occur throughout the body within each cell, and that provide the body with energy. This energy gets used for vital processes and the synthesis of new organic material. Every living organism uses this environment to survive by taking in nutrients and substances that act as building blocks for movement, growth, development, and reproduction. All of these are mediated by enzymes, which are proteins with specialized functions in anabolism and catabolism. The rate of energy production is called the basal metabolic rate and is affected by factors such as sex, race, exercise, diet, age, and diseases such as sepsis or cancer, period, end quote. That was a long quote that I chose to read to you, but it pretty much summarizes what metabolism is all about, right? So it's a sum of chemical reactions. It happens throughout the body. It happens within each cell. It essentially provides the body with energy, the energy that metabolism provides, the body uses for vital processes that allow us to live. Every living organism uses the environment that it's currently in to survive, and that survival is contingent upon taking in nutrients and substances that act act as the building blocks for life, for movement, for growth, for development, for reproduction, for digestion, for all sorts of things that our bodies do. These processes are mediated by enzymes, which essentially are proteins, And these enzymatic proteins have specialized functions in either building up the energy, anabolic pathways or anabolism, or managing or destroying or changing the energy in some other form, breaking down energy, catabolism or catabolic pathways, right? There you go. So these factors that the basal metabolic rate is affected by that I just mentioned in the quote, sex, race, exercise, diet, age, diseases, et cetera, they sound familiar, don't they? Some of those factors are the very same factors that affect your beauty and your wellness, specifically exercise, diet or nutrition, and I may add stress. They all come together as they affect your metabolism. In the same paper, these authors add, quote, the chemical reactions by which metabolism occurs is almost the same in all living organisms that include animals, plants, bacteria, and fungi. All these chemical reactions are mediated by proteins that act as catalysts under specific environmental conditions such as pH, temperature, etc. And the synthesis of many of these catalysts or enzymes or proteins that mediate these chemical reactions throughout the body has its origins in DNA. So what's this mean? 
Your metabolism is at the center of your being, at the center of your essence and who you are and how you live and how you function. Oh, and by the way, we share these metabolic processes with all other living organisms, all sentient beings, animals, plants, bacteria, and fungi, right? We're not, how we work is perhaps not so different. And the synthesis of these enzymes that catalyze or are involved in stimulating and creating and managing these processes, they all have their origins in DNA. And we are all encoded with DNA. So what is this energy of metabolism? LibreText.org states that, quote, the organ systems of the body require fuel and building blocks to digest, absorb, breathe, pump blood, transport nutrients in, transport waste out, maintain body temperature, and make new cells among a multitude of other complex functions. When energy levels are high, cells build molecules. And when energy levels are low, catabolic pathways are stimulated to release energy. In the fed state, meaning when energy levels are high, extra nutrient food will be stored as glycogen or triglycerides. So that extra nutrient fuel will be stored, end quote. So what this all means is that the energy of metabolism is a type of chemical energy and that chemical energy is derived from the chemical bonds found in food molecules, right? So everything is molecules and molecular structure and molecules all coming together into a particular shape or form. These molecules are held together by bonds and those bonds are chemical bonds. And these chemical bonds found in food molecules, this is what serves as the fuel for cells. So voila, food is energy. But you knew that. Perhaps what you didn't know is that food is a critical component of metabolism and what you eat affects how your body functions. It's all coming together full circle, isn't it? In my office, I'm sometimes asked if metabolism can be increased. Well, yes and no. <laughs> and probably a bit more no than yes. The rate of metabolism, right? How active it is, how sluggish, how fast or slow it goes, how dynamic, etc. The rate of metabolism is primarily determined by your genetics. So unfortunately, there isn't too much you can do about that. But if your metabolism is a bit slow, especially as you age, there are actually a few things that you can do to help it along, again, to a certain extent. And this is where, you know, the epigenetics of your lifestyle and whether you diet and exercise and all that stuff, that's how, that's where epigenetics come into place. And that's how, to a certain extent, you can affect your metabolism. So at least if you are experiencing excessive weight gain, for example, an article in Harvard Health states that, quote, it's often a small change that may help you burn more calories. That along with adopting a healthier diet and making sure you get enough exercise, may give people the extra push they need to lose and or maintain weight, end quote. Since 
the intensity of your metabolism or your metabolic processes increases when you eat, digest, and store food. The key way to stimulate your metabolism, therefore, is to burn calories. And in order to manage the food energy that you take in so that it is efficiently used by your cells and your body so as not to be stored as fat, for example, you have to ensure that the energy you take in is less than the energy you put out, meaning calories in should be less than calories out or calories burned, or the flip side, calories out should be less than calories. I'm sorry, calories out should be more than calories in, right? Burn more than you take in. That can be a little confusing, but essentially it's a ratio, right? In should be less than out. Okay, let's talk about skin, baby. We've talked about general, the general body and metabolism and the biochemistry of metabolism and how the processes fundamentally work like on a very basic level. So let's amp that up a little bit and try to connect metabolism with skin. Metabolism does have skin in the game. Remember, the skin is the largest organ in the body, right? So it too is made up of millions of cells, each of which undergoes metabolic processes to create and manage energy so that the skin may maintain its essential functions. And those functions, if you recall, I discussed in a previous podcast, those functions of skin are protection, absorption, temperature management, etc., and other functions as well. As it turns out, the skin is an active organism, and it's an active organ, rather, that itself metabolizes stuff. So the skin is metabolically active. A PubMed search revealed a French paper by the authors Schaefer and Filakier that states that, quote, over the last 10 years, many studies have demonstrated significant metabolic processes in the skin, due in particular to the effects of enzymes, which are located mainly in the epidermis or the top layer of the skin. This skin metabolism has a marked effect on percutaneous penetration of xenobiotics, end quote. All right, let me break that down for you a little bit. What this paper is suggesting is that the skin is metabolically active and that this activity essentially rests with or is affected by enzymes, which are located in the top level or top layer of the skin called the epidermis. And this skin metabolism has an effect on the penetration of topical products. What you put on your face can, how it goes into your cells is basically a function of your skin's metabolism. And xenobiotics in this quote is the scientific word for, frankly, any substance that is synthetic, that's not a natural part of you and that you put on your body or your face. Okay. What this means is that the skin has the ability to metabolize your skincare products. And in order for those products to better serve you, or to at least make sure they're not harmful to you, it's important to ensure that your skin metabolism, and by extension, your overall metabolism, is in top shape and functions efficiently and effectively. A slow or sluggish overall metabolism affects your body's ability to absorb vital nutrients, 
that may affect the skin of you, that may affect the health of your skin, nails, and hair. What is centrally critical is this. Despite the role of your specific genetics and what you inherited and what you can't really change, do what you can to affect the epigenetics and to maintain good metabolic health or a properly functioning metabolic rate. So what can you do? Well, here are some options from healthline.com and a couple of my own. And the first one, quote, eating food can temporarily increase your metabolism for a few hours. This is called the thermic effect of food or TEF or TEF. It's caused by the extra calories required to digest, absorb, and process the nutrients in your meal, end quote. Protein is known to have a higher TEF or TEF than other foods. So eat adequate amounts of protein at every meal. According to WebMD, quote, adult men need about 56 grams of protein a day, while adult women need about 46 grams of protein a day. And if you're pregnant or breastfeeding, that requirement increases to 71, 71 grams of protein a day, end quote. So eating more protein can definitely affect and increase your metabolism. Drinking 1.5 to 2 liters of pure water daily. Add cardio to your exercise routines, such as high-intensity interval training. Add weight training to your weight routines. Muscle is highly metabolic, and it is highly metabolically active. So presumably, the more muscle you have, the higher your metabolic rate, and by extension, the more efficient or the higher your metabolism. Another thing you could do, increase your NEAT or your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Stand more. And standing more helps you counter the low calorie burning effect of sitting all day. Another thing you can do, drink teas, specifically green tea or oolong tea. And these teas may help convert that stored fat that we talked about into a more efficient fat burning substances. That's kind of cool. Drink more tea, burn more fat. Okay, I like it. Another thing you can do, eat spicy foods. And the spicy foods contain a substance called capsaicin. And capsaicin is a compound that may positively affect your metabolism. I like spicy foods. I'm going to keep doing that. And another thing you can do is to get adequate restful sleep. And ideally, you can time that according to your chronotype. Sleep deprivation negatively affects your metabolism. Are you an early bird or a night owl? Your chronotype can help you determine what's best for you. And your chronotype is, quote, the natural inclination of your body to sleep at a certain time. And that's from the sleepfoundation.org, end quote. So try to get to bed at the same time every night to feel more rested and to help maintain efficient metabolism. There's actually an online quiz by Dr. Michael Bruce. I think he calls himself the sleep doctor, and that'll help you to determine what your chronotype is. And if you want to know that link, go to foreverfabpodcast.com and check it out. I would also add that, that there's a 10th way to improve your metabolism, and that's to manage stress. Negative or prolonged sustained stress sends your body into this fight or flight mode, and chemically at least. And that slows down your metabolism. So managing your stress is actually a way to manage your metabolism. To conclude this episode of 15 Minutes of Fab on the Forever Fab podcast, I'll leave you with my Fab Five Rules of Beauty. 
which actually bear repeating and resonate very much with this little primer on metabolism. So here they are, Dr. Shirley's Fab Five Rules of Beauty. Number one, the first rule of beauty is good nutrition. Number two, the second rule is adequate daily hydration. Number three, consistent restful sleep. Number four, frequent and effective stress management. And number five, mind, body, and soul nourishment and protection. This concludes this episode of 15 Minutes of Fab on the Forever Fab podcast. As always, stay beautiful and forever fabulous inside and out. As always, if you love this episode of the Forever Fab podcast, please share it and subscribe to the feed. Listen to past episodes or check out who's coming up next on foreverfabpodcast.com. If you enjoy listening to the Forever Fab podcast and you want more, get more audio and visuals with a membership through Patreon. Choose the gold, platinum, or diamond tier for premium added content, special co-hosts, lifestyle videos, branded merchandise, and maybe even private access to my clubhouse by visiting patreon.com slash forever fab. If you're a founder or you represent a beauty brand and you want to be featured on an episode of the forever fab podcast segment of 15 minutes of fab, send me some stuff, visit foreverfabpodcast.com and fill out the contact form for general holistic beauty tips or to set up an appointment with me to discuss your personalized options for leveling up your beauty Visit elementsandgraces.com and sign up for my newsletter or just give us a call. And for an online e-consultation on time, anytime, and on your time, visit clicklift.com for your wellness, plastic surgery, beauty, and wellness questions on the go. That's click, C-L-I-C-K lift.com. It's time for the elevated house call. Jet Set Beauty RX offers beauty on-call services near your home or other domicile, delivering beauty in the privacy of a medically equipped mobile aesthetics unit. Reserve your appointment at jetsetbeautyrx.com. Thank you for listening to this week's Forever Fab podcast episode. Until next time, stay beautiful and fabulous inside and out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.